Avast! And welcome back to Ship of Fools. My name is Hannah McLean, and I am your dungeon master on this nautical adventure. Joining me today, I have Andy Latai. Finn Fisher. Nolani Stevenson. As Reagan Stockweather. And Taylor Wallace. Malachi Kassir. And thank you for tuning in to episode 9 of this podcast, which is a lot of episodes, so thanks for sticking with us. Um, we will pick up right where we left off, which was standing right outside the door of a room I literally in an forgot inn. what we were doing. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll, I'll recap. We're doing a podcast where we play D&D for entertainment and fun. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Sorry, Hannah. <laughs> it's fine. Nope, this is why I recap, also to remind myself of what's going on. Oh, I was apologizing for Andy, but okay. <laughs> okay, so, last session. Reagan found himself in a fighting pit yeah. up against a dragonborn named Gersh, the Knight of the North. Reagan put up a pretty good fight against who he found to be a pretty strong warrior, but was eventually knocked unconscious. So ups and downs there. Um, but he managed to get up some good banter with Gersh, who ended up inviting the party for a night of drinking and carousing with him and his boys. But before they could get to that part, the party was stopped by an old friend of Malachi's who told Malachi that everyone thought he was dead and indicated that if Malachi wanted to talk more, the old friend, whose name is Urgin, is staying at the Crimson Call. The party then crashed back at their inn or maybe a different inn and then had several vaguely confrontational discussions uh, where Reagan considered just fucking off to find another job on a ship, <laughs> but eventually decided that there's more gold in adventuring Yay! and agreed to go upstairs to meet with Nell and Shiloh and kind of learn what the plan is and sort of where to go from here. Um, so that's where we are now. As you guys are standing outside the door to Nell and Shiloh's room, or the room where they're staying, uh, do you knock? I knock with my mage hand. Oh, awesome. okay. I I was going to knock with my normal hand, but when I see the mage hand, I hop out of the way. The mage hand knocks. Um, the door is, there's kind of a pause, and then the door is pulled open. Um, pulled open, and you see Nell standing there, looking somewhat bleary-eyed. It looks like they didn't get much sleep, but they... Uh, look at you guys and they go, hey, you're still here. That's awesome. We're a little, I was a little bit worried that you were just not gonna show up again, but I'm glad, I'm glad that you're still here. Really, I am. Uh, c come on in, come on in. I sort of like pat Reagan on the back. Yeah, we were worried about the same thing. <laughs> I just glare at Malachi. I, uh, I pull out another gold from a crack. <laughs> And I slip it to him, like, sort of, like, under the table, like. <laughs> I accept the bribe like a child getting, like, a fiver from Grandma at Easter. Great. A fiver? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> well, old Granny slipped me a ten spot after dinner the other day. I, I take high prices to get me to behave, I tell you what. I think it was the, the use of the word fiver that she was calling out, not just getting five dollars. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mr. Fiber, what else is it gonna be? Hey, I got a whole stack of Hamiltons right here for you. Five dollars? What kind of rich shit is this? This is I again. I was a terror. Uh, anyway, so um, Nell is Nell's standing there. They look tired. Shiloh also looks tired. And there's all kinds of like maps and notes and stuff like that spread out across both beds. Um, so they weren't scrumping all night. They, nope. <laughs> um, they weren't what? You heard me. I don't know if I did. That's not a word I'm familiar with. Scrumpin'? 
Scrumpin? Hannah obviously knows. I uh, know. Actually, I got the meeting from context and was ready to just move on. Wait, you guys don't say that? No. <laughs> so we're having a problem with fiber, but you can say scrumpin? My mom says that all the time. Not all the time, but when she doesn't want us to How talk. How often does that come up? <laughs> Is that not, your mom's, like, euphemism? Not all the time, but when she doesn't want us to talk about, in, about sex in front of Jenna... Sometimes she'll just say scrumpin. But I'm, that's, I'm so positive that's an actual thing people say. Wow. I'm gonna look it up yeah, right now. Google it. Guys, tweet at us if you say scrumpin. <laughs> yeah, can we get a fact check on that? It's, not, like this, it's not for when you're talking about it in a sexy way. It's like when you want to talk about it, but like in a kind of goofy, like don't let the kids know we're talking about something disgusting and fluidy. Wow. Kind of way. <laughs> oh, like um, like hanky panky. So yeah, like that. Scrumping means to gather windfalls or small apples left on trees. <laughs> but that's not absolutely not what I'm. According talking to about. online slang dictionary dot com, it does also mean sex. Yep. Wow, Taylor was right. All right, but, so none of that going on. I don't know if right on. is the way I described <laughs> what she was. Um, okay, anyways, they were not. No, so. they were Hold not. On. I want to point out the example sentence that this <sighs> definition gives is, Humpty Dumpty asked Lil Bo Peep if she wanted to scrump. <laughs> okay. You should I'm all know speechless. that Hannah and I just frantically crossed our arms in front of the camera. Canceled. <laughs> Which I think sort of invalidates the term. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so. Okay. <laughs> There are maps all over their beds. <laughs> Good lord. Um, Shiloh looks up from the her her dog, her guard dog, uh, her metal guard dog is sitting in the corner of the room again, um, looking around with its its metallic eyes, and it kind of watches you guys as you come in. Um, What's its name again? I forget. Rosie. Rosie. Yeah. The Riveter. No. Because it's riveted oh. together. That's way more clever than I was trying to be. Rosie the riveted. Shiloh kind of looks up at you guys and raises raises a cup of coffee and says, anybody else want, we've got coffee, we've got some muffins that we got set up here, we've got... Uh, uh, uh you don't have blueberry, do you? Yeah, we've got, no, we've got blueberry. Um, okay, I take three. We got chocolate chip? Yeah, we got chocolate chip. Yeah, I think. Nice. I'm already on my second muffin. Nell ate all the pumpkin Ner- ones. Nurgle, you want any? Now my third one's <sighs> gone. I'm already done. Nurgle refuses to eat anything but uh, blueberry. It has to be blueberry. Well, I already right. took most of those. <laughs> Nurgle flies over to Malachi and starts pecking at the muffin. Wow, I guess he's your familiar now. <laughs> Okay, yes, so I, every time- If you really love someone, you'll let them go. I just am, like, continuously picking up blueberry muffins and, like, eating them, and every time I pick up a new blueberry muffin, I first rip off part of the top and feed it to Nurgle. Ah! Um, Reagan just starts slamming coffee. <laughs> so you guys get to grab some breakfast. Nell kind of sits down uh, in one of the chairs, and is like, okay, so we've been trying to figure out where, I mean, are- I, I guess I should clarify. Are you all still? You're in. Oh, you're good. We're in. We're in. in. Oh yeah. Excellent. I'd like to see a little bit of a down payment or something like that, but yeah, yeah we're in. Sure. Okay, I, we can talk I about that. Slap him on the something. I don't know. I slap him. <laughs> you slap me on my large, voluptuous, muscular arm. I swat you on the thigh. <laughs> Kinky. <laughs> I assume we're sitting. Are we standing or sitting? Up to you guys. There's re- so basically, there's like I swat him on the ass. <laughs> Great. 
Good game. Um, so uh, Nell says, all right, so that's great. Um, so we've been, we've been talking about what, what we think is best. Um, and there's something that's not too far from here and is kind of urgent, something that we just got word about last, well, yesterday. Um, so there's a small island, um, uninhabited, not part of anything, no, not claimed by any kingdom or anything like that. Uh, Everything in the sea is ruled by the sea. Well, that's true, actually. But other than that, um, specifically not claimed by any uh, humanoids or anything like that. Um, so unincorporated. No unincorporated. So it's Yes, thank no you. No league presence. Not recognized by the league. Exactly. So it's uninhabited or it's unclaimed? Well, so unclaimed. Um, I want to spend some more time hashing out the political <laughs> status of this island. <laughs> This is important, okay? It is important because we uh, there's a lot of tricky. We don't want to get stuck in bureaucracy out here in the lawless seas. Uh, mostly, also, you know, if we go into an island assuming we're the only things there, we could run into some real trouble. Well, so you're not the only things there for sure. Um, Figured as much. So we're, we've got we, we're getting a reading from there as if a cube just showed up. However, we're pretty sure that this island is uh, the home of. A gang of what are called Kuotoa. Um, they're these little fishmen. Um, so they might. I look at Finn excitedly. <laughs> Finn, Finn's looking excited back. <laughs> yeah, don't don't look so happy about this. They're pretty nasty. I love fish. Yeah, you're not gonna love these fish. Uh, they're big into big into human sacrifice. Big into just being Wait, nasty. They're the they're the Kokotoa. That sounds kind of mammal-centric of you. Kuotoa. No, believe Kuo-toa. me, I, I do my best. Kuo. It's K-U-O and then space or apostrophe. Hold on. One of those. Um, and then T-O-A. Maybe a hyphen. Oh. It's actually yeah. a semicolon. Oh, thanks. Ben, I, have I get seen... Nimdash in the chat? <laughs> oh, it is those, a hyphen. Uh, they're not great. Yeah. So they're not great. Big into sacrifice. Uh, big into just generally like destroying anything that crosses their paths, and also big into um, I don't know how much lore you guys want. Basically, what I'm saying is uh, just give us the lore, boss. Shiloh goes, yeah, they're kind of religious little guys, if that makes sense. They're really, really into their gods. And specifically, they've got a thing about creating new gods. Apparently, one time, all of them managed to create an actual god just by, like, dreaming really hard about it. And they kind of have never gotten over that. So they're really, really trying to... That seems sacrilegious. Well, I might agree, but somehow they managed to do it. So they there's there's clearly something there, and they've, they've sort of been chasing that ever since. And my concern is if they have a cube, if they have this actual really powerful magical artifact, they might be able to do some real damage. So that's, that's why this one kind of shot to the top mm. of our to-do list, as it were. Cube God. Cube God. That's exactly what I'm concerned about. This is my this is my fish dance. <laughs> Thank mm. you, Reagan. That's a uh, really You're welcome. That's gonna read great in an auditory medium. Some things are just for us, Finn. <laughs> uh, uh, Malachi does look very discomfited by this. Um, so. Do you know if they know about the cube yet or not? Or? We have absolutely no idea. Like we said, we just started getting word about this 
yesterday from HQ that we got heard that we started picking up readings mm. of this magical signature. So we haven't had any time to do any reconnaissance or anything like that. So they could have it. They could not even know it's there. Um, Nell chimes in and is like, the Kuatoa are, they're like cave dwellers. You're not ever really going to see one up on the surface or anything like that. They mostly, they live in like caves or in especially underwater caves. Oh, underwater caves? Yeah, we think it's probably not, we don't think the whole island is underwater, but you might like maybe have to swim underwater to get into the, the cave. Um, they can't be like in above ground caves, maybe it, perhaps. There might be some above ground caves. We're not really sure. So the the island basically is like a big, big rock, and then if you can kind of get into it, that's where there's some caves. There's some sort of cave system inside, and we think that's where they live. Can we go back to where you said wet caves? Yeah, wet caves. Caves. Uh, Ra- Reagan goes. <laughs> I live in wet caves and high fives himself. <laughs> I thought you lived on boats. That too, buddy, that too. Listen, it's not that funny of a joke to say I live in a cave, you know? Reagan, you don't (laughs) need to high-five yourself for that. You got something about caves, Mel. (laughs) I thought you'd be more of a caverns guy or- I just don't think you're funny. Fishers. Okay. Fishers! What? (laughs) What? Did someone say my name? Fishers! Nell and Shiloh kind of exchange a glance and Shiloh's like, these guys? And Nell's like, no, trust me, they were super useful at the resort. They've got this. I killed an ooze. I look at Shiloh. No, I agree with you. (laughs) Um, Nell pulls out a map and gives it to you guys. And it's like, so the island that you're going to go to, um, it is a little bit east of here. It's pretty much directly east of here and like a little bit to the south. Um, we already talked to a, this, this morning we went out and talked to a Captain Amelia is her name. Um, and she's headed sort of generally in that direction. So she was, said she'd give you guys a ride. We paid her and everything like that. We've got our contacts. Um, and so that should be all set. However, she doesn't want to really wait around for you guys to finish your mission or whatever. So she wants to drop you off and then have an arranged time when she's going to come back and pick you up, basically. Uh, that does make sense. Because um. the island is uh, a little bit more toward the stormy side of things, toward the Sea of Storms, you know what I mean? So it's not a super mm. safe place to just leave your ship. Um, but Amelia's experienced with this sort of thing, so you shouldn't have any issue. I would like to roll to see if I know anything about this island or have been near there before. Yeah, good call. Um, Go ahead and roll, I guess, history. Seven. May Seven. I also do this? Um, yes. Okay. Uh, what do I know? Reagan was blackout last time he was on that island. Okay, so <laughs> what was that history you said, Hannah? History, yeah. That is going to be 17. 17, okay. Here's what I'll say. I will say that, uh, Reagan, you're more likely to have been to this area. So I'm going to say as you're looking at the map and kind of where what Nell's pointing out, um, you recognize some of the, the bigger islands around it um, as places where, you know, it's not really near any big kingdom. It's more there's some islands that you know, like, oh, there's a village there or, oh, there's like a small settlement there where people kind of are friendly or not friendly or whatever else. 
or there's that's a good place to get this particular thing. So you you recognize some of the islands around, but the one Nell's pointing out is really pretty tiny and nothing. Um, Malachi, you let's see. I mean, I was yeah, I was just trying to figure out if that was somewhere where I might have been around at some point. Yeah, it really wouldn't be. Um, this cool. isn't an area where there's really anything key going on, so you definitely have never kind of been near there. But you do again, similar to Reagan, you're recognizing some of these names. You know, some of these villages and stuff like that of islands nearby. Um, and yeah, I'll say, as far as um. As far as, you know, redacted, would I have heard anything about plans for this island? No, no not okay. this island. This island is cool. like, it's, the Kuatoa live there, but it is like functionally considered to be uninhabited by pretty much everyone. Really a cool. rock. It's just a yeah. rock. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's just a rock. I'm not going to roll because I definitely have not heard of it. Yeah, you absolutely have not. Um, so Nell kind of points out the island to you on the map and then sort of rolls up the map and gives it to you guys. And they're like, free map. I I know you've seen maps before. They're not exactly hard to come by, but this one has a few kind of important things marked. Um, and they point out to you guys, you see that it's got, um, some notes on it, um, that the Bluefin Tropical Resort is marked, um, that there's a cluster of islands kind of up toward the north um, of the map, kind of almost up in the North Sea, um, that are labeled HQ. And then you see that there's a few other islands kind of dotted throughout that are marked with a little cube symbol. And some of them have check marks or X's next to them. And Nell's like, yeah, the X's are the ones we lost. The check marks are the ones that we managed to get. Are there more X's or check marks? There are uh, there are more X's than there are check marks, but not by a lot. Um, it looks like there's maybe, there's probably, as, as you're kind of giving it a cursory glance, like 30 or 40 cube symbols. And out of these, the it looks like the um, Archaeological Artificers Association has managed to get their hands on 13. And there are like maybe 20 that have an X that have been lost and then a bunch that are just a cube that, uh, you know, that no one's dealt with yet, basically. So Nell says, so if, you know, that's just important for you to have. Um, we will, we'll be in touch. Um, do you have any other questions? Or Basically, try not to, you know, it's kind of our whole deal that we don't just like swoop into a place and kill absolutely everyone who lives there. So like, get the cube, get out is more your MO here. Got it. Leave a survivor to spread the message. No, really not that. Um, but do, I mean, that that said, um, and Shiloh goes, yeah, that said, if these guys catch you, they're going to try and kill you. So if you got to kill some of them, you got to kill some of them. Sometimes it can't be helped. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've just discovered my prowess for killing. Yeah, Finn's really good at, like, kind of weirdly good at... I don't know, he looked at me funny this morning and now I just, I feel weird around him. Interesting. Yeah, that's a, that's a good trait to have in somebody who's on your side, I think. And, uh... A good blaster by your side. <laughs> hmm. So, uh, do you guys have any other questions, anything you need us to clear up? Uh, do we have any further information about, like, where the cube is, or is it just could be anywhere in or on the island? Uh, my guess from what I've seen is it's inside 
somehow. That's pretty much how we know for sure there's caves and stuff and why we think they're not oh. all underwater. The reading is coming as if it's like in the middle of the island. Um, so Do you got like some sort of a like thing that we can use in order to find it or is it really just going to be kind of a blind stumble and hope that we trip over a cube that's four square inches? Does it have a strong smell? It does, it might have a strong smell. Like I said, all these things have been different. So some of them have like, there was at least one that smelled really strongly of like, oh, what was it again? It was like, um, Muffins? cabbages or something. Oh, I wasn't there. Nope. Somebody told me about it. One that smelled really strongly of cabbages. So some, you, it might have a smell, but other than that, we don't know exactly what it looks like, exactly how big it is. I mean, none, none of them have been bigger than, like, a foot square. So they're not, you're going to be able to carry it, but... Oh, they're different sizes. They're different okay. sizes, different colors, different patterns. All right, so the other question, this this cube signature that you're picking up, it, it's a magical signature, right? Yeah. Okay, well, that's something, I guess. Um, yeah, any kind of any kind of detect magics you've got, any kind of locate objects, even though the cubes look different, any kind of stuff like that that you guys are able to do. That's mostly how our, our these readings that I'm talking about that we're getting. It's the these sort of modified, more powerful versions of these spells that we've right. that we're able to do um, from back at back at HQ, and then they disseminate the information to the rest of us. So anything like that is a good idea to have have going. All right. When do we ship out? Uh, Captain Amelia's ready to go pretty much, I think, like, this afternoon, this evening, she was hoping to get uh, get going. I don't suppose you have any sort of special, like, gear? with. I mean, there's nothing we can use specifically to track it, but to handle it, even. Oh, to handle it? Um, that's not a bad idea, actually. Let me see what I got. Um, and Shiloh starts uh, rifling through her stuff, and she comes up with a box and she says I don't know if this is going to be big enough it probably will be unless you end up finding a really big one um this is probably going to be big enough but this is lined with iron so any kind of once the cube's in something like this other people's detects detecting spells aren't going to be able to pierce through it magic has a hard time with iron so you're saying if it is encased in iron it's undetectable I'm saying if it's encased in iron, it is uh, less detectable by magical means. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Wow. I wonder what sort of things we could encase in iron. So, if Malachi swallowed it, no one would be mm. able to detect it. Are you made of literal iron? I'm not going to be swallowing any cubes here, so I think we can just take that off the table right now. That's a yes. Interesting. Yeah, it's true. If you're not going to eat it, it doesn't need to be on the dinner table. That's deep. <laughs> Is, is that a saying from home, Finn? That's right. <laughs> well, you know what we say in Aerobrayer, am I right, Sherlo? Yeah, I certainly do. Why don't you enlighten yeah. me? <laughs> Probably something mean. Yeah, it's something mean. Well, Finn's impoverished, so they usually have to eat everything they put on the dinner table, no matter what <laughs> it is. So Yeah, fish. It's true. Nell looks a little bit uncomfortable, and they're like, okay, um, so uh, if, if there's nothing else you guys need, then, you know, you can contact us. Um, with that little piece of cloth. I'm really not right. sure how well the signal's going to hold up once you get out there. Again, we're still working on it. Um, but I am, at the moment, using the cloth as a napkin to eat my muffin over. Oh, gosh. Okay, it is like a magical artifact, but that's fine. This is okay, fine. Okay, can we take some of these to go? The muffins? Sure. Yeah. 
Cool. I'm going to take uh, four blueberry muffins with me. Okay, write that in your inventory. I, I grabbed I some am. chocolate chip muffins. <laughs> Go ahead and write three chocolate chip muffins in I your now inventory. have four blueberry muffins and seven sandwiches in my inventory. Why does she where get did you four? get the sandwiches? Sandwiches. <laughs> There was somewhere where we were where there were sandwiches and Malachi stuffed his pockets. So stale sandwiches. No. <laughs> no. You can't just know me. <laughs> They're still fresh, god damn it. Okay. I wrapped them in cheesecloth. <laughs> Great. If you put a sandwich in iron, it can't get stale. <laughs> No, because it's digesting. You have cracks. <laughs> They're not ovens. <laughs> or refrigerators? What? I'm, not, I'm not sure which it's supposed to be. Okay, anyways. All right. I now have muffins as well. Great. Um, and you guys, Nell and Shiloh both shake your hands and are like, good luck. And let us know if you run into anything. Let us know for sure if you run into anything like super crazy that you think we need to know about right away. Otherwise, we'll touch base uh, when you're done and we'll let you know. Oh, yeah, like the Maelstrom cult. What the plan is. Which you guys knew about and still didn't send backup for, but we'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They actually, you clock that they both look distinctly uncomfortable at that Malachi as they kind of exchange a glance. Okay. Um, But they don't say anything about it. They just sort of shake your hands and tell you good luck and send you on your way. Um, Yeah, so you guys probably have, you've got a couple hours probably. It's sort of like mid-morning now. um, And they said the ship was leaving in the afternoon. um, But you know that it wouldn't leave that late. So you've probably got a couple of hours if you've got any last things you want to do in Ben's with. Or you can just head right down to the docks and get ready to go. I'm I'm good to go. Do we tell Solaris we're sort of skipping out on him absolutely not (laughs) should we just ignore it what he doesn't know won't hurt him maybe at the end of all this we can be like hey solaris sorry it's been like five years but look at what we found for you (laughs) we had a thing (laughs) okay cool i'm trying to remember what we did before is there anything else that we need to take care of Malachi, did you want to talk to your friend? Uh, what? No, I don't have anything to do today. I think we should go to the docks. Okay. I'm not going to pry. I'm always down to go to the docks. I love docks. Love hanging out on them. Okay, so you guys head down to the docks and go ahead and make me... You, you get down there and you see plenty of ships, plenty of people. Um, oh, yeah. How are we supposed to recognize... <laughs> yeah, you realize you didn't ask... Is there an Amelia here? Amelia? (laughs) Working with the secret organization? Um, I would like to roll insight. Go ahead and roll insight. I'm going to roll insight. I will also let you roll investigation. Insight is basically to find someone or find someone who will help you. Investigation is if you just want to look. Malachi rolled a net one. Okay. Ooh, I got a five for my insight. So it would be a four, but it's still not good. I got an 11. Okay. Can can Nurgle roll? Um, sure. <laughs> I, you can roll for Nurgle. We're so bad. All right, let me check his stats. I, I should really print that out. Nurgle got a six. Nurgle got a six. Great. Himbos! Um, you guys are just sort of... But he was just rolling to find some french fries. <laughs> Nurgle is the fourth himbo. <laughs> 
Um, you guys are just sort of looking around, not entirely sure what you're looking for or anything. Um, after a few minutes of this, um, someone so comes up stupid. to you because this is a decently well-run shipyard. Um, someone uh, comes up and is like, are you guys looking for something? Yeah, we're, um, shit, we didn't get the name of the ship either. Looking for Captain Amelia? Captain Amelia. Okay, uh, if you want to go and, like, check the ledgers at the, at the front desk the front desk of the docks if you want to go check the ledgers it's like the guy from pirates of the caribbean who just stands there takes your gold <laughs> if you want to check with the guy from pirates of the caribbean is specifically what i'm picturing here <laughs> okay <laughs> i go and check with the guy yeah i'll say and you guys excuse me mr from pirates of the caribbean <laughs> Yes. Um, you guys are able to uh, find your way. People, people help you um, find the the salty shark. Is the name of what a ship. friendly town. Oh, maybe I did write that down. I don't think you did. No, I, I don't didn't. think I said it. How did I know that? I, I I read salty shark somewhere. You're thinking of the salty spittoon. <laughs> no, this is just because I'm clairvoyant. Great. So uh, the salty shark. Um, it's a smaller ship. Looks like it's smaller than the one that brought you to Ben's with. Looks more like in size to the Rosemary. Ruh row. Yeah, uh, a little smaller, a little more, a little speedier, probably. Um, looks like it's kind of older, but decently well cared for. Just like you, Malachi. <laughs> Yo! How old do you think I am, Ben? <laughs> I don't know. You're a rock. How can I tell? Rock of ages, am I right? Can, if we if we count the rings, does that tell us anything? Malachi looks down at his body for rings. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so they bring you to the salty shark, um, and you um, see that sort of people. It looks like they they are getting ready to leave within the next couple hours, um, or within the next hour, really. People are Reagan. You've been on enough ships that you can see that they're sort of finishing up their loading, and sort of standing. Uh, Right on the deck of the ship, but like close to the gangplank that leads up to it, you see a warforged, which is a a tall woman, um, a tall robot, basically, is what you're looking at. She's kind of part metal fused with sort of flesh. It's this weird, this super weird thing where you can see, like, when she moves, like at her joints, you can see that there's like flesh inside but it's mostly just kind of built of metal robocop hang on so we're doing treasure planet this like eberron doesn't exist right yes. warforged are just like a separate thing here Warford, right they're not like from eberron or anything okay, like cool, that cool, cool, um cool, cool. but they do have a similar kind of lore to them where they were created kind of in the the past when there was more like war at, in one of these great so occasionally in the Lunluma ocean a great conflict will break out when two of the kingdoms when one of the kingdoms gets too big for its britches and starts trying to take over everybody else or when two kingdoms kind of become powerful at the same time and start encroaching on each other's territory you'll get these wars and in one of these wars in ages past someone creeped would we happen to know i would say you can roll uh you can roll a history check for me this is really going to be key for the adventure i can tell <laughs> yeah well that's good because i got uh an eight <laughs> an eight um i will say you know what malachi i'll say you can make that check with advantage yeah i was just gonna yeah. ask actually sidebar hannah do you have a map drawn out of curiosity no but i would love to if i one of these days all right that was a 12 so still not great. Everyone everyone tweet your maps at us. 
Doesn't have to be a map of our place, just any map. What was I saying? Um, so the Warforged. You were talking right. about the Warforged and the history. I had a 12 on my history check. Yeah, a 12? Okay. I'll say you know that the wars, you you don't, you know you learned this at some point, Malachi, but yeah. you do not 100% remember. You remember, okay. like, you remember people talking at you um, and kind of you being a kid and not really paying much attention and zoning out while they were going on and on about the wars. Did I go to school? <laughs> um... Yeah, you probably went to school, I would say. Um, oh, get a load of this guy. He went to school. Yeah. I also went to school. Yeah. Um, what the hell? <laughs> this is all sidebar. Okay, sorry. Um, no, Reagan's genuinely confused by that. No, I, I don't take school at face value. <laughs> we don't have a big enough town for a one-room schoolhouse, so it was more of a one-bench schoolhouse, oh but still... God. So, um, so what you remember is that they were created in something called the Spirit Wars, um, which were, you don't remember exactly how long ago, but long enough ago, um, that Warforged are pretty uncommon nowadays, um, but there are still a few that you, you'll run into one every once in a while. Um, so does that mean she's, like, ancient, or, like, do they reproduce? Um, she, they are able to reproduce, so to, they could still be, like, the, the child of other Warforgeds, okay. um, but, or she could be extremely old. They live a long time. Cool. Good for her. And they look, they look the same the whole way through because they're robots. Um, so. So when one is born, it just comes out like a fully grown man. <laughs> yes. Let's say that. Um. Nice. So. Anyways. Yeah, so that's uh, uh, all. You said my name, and, and then you started saying something else. <laughs> um, I was, oh, I said your name because I was going to say, Malachi, you've definitely met at least one or two because they're very good at fighting, um, tend to be gravitate towards combat. Reagan, you've probably, you're just well-traveled enough that you've almost certainly encountered a few. Finn, you almost certainly have not. But you see that who you presume to be Captain Amelia, she's standing there, she's got a, a big captain's hat on her robotic head, um, and ah! she's um, directing her crew, and she's kind of like, all right, everyone, uh, let's get the, uh, one of you bring that box over there, and you uh, hoist the rigging, and <laughs> again, I don't know how ships work. Wow, she knows so much about the day-to-day -day business of a ship. <laughs> Um, I immediately just start working. Great. Reagan starts, uh, hops on board and starts kind of lifting boxes fuck? and moving stuff like that. And, uh, Reagan, a couple people kind of look over at you and they're like, oh, did you just join the crew? Yeah, something like that. All right. Yeah, we, we, we needed someone. We were a little short-staffed. Um, Perfect. They did already pay for our passage, but... <laughs> Amelia kind of looks over at the three of you um, as you're approaching um, and as you start to come toward the ship and she points and she's like ah are you the uh you're the ones from the archaeological artificers association oh yeah how'd you know Shh. nell called ahead yes we are it doesn't need they're not that secretive are you on a secret mission i i thought we were i don't think so we are aren't we i thought it was like well, one of those like nell kinda... was clearly like hey look out for these three men that is they're going on a mission to this place that she 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 just told us Nell called ahead. Yeah. Oh. Wait, so is the so is the AAA not like a secret so organization? They're like a little bit from what I understand, from what I've talked to them before, they're like a little bit on the down low, but they like 
They're not secret, secret. Oh. Uh, Sorry, like, Finn. nobody All knows right. who's in it, but it's not, like, completely a secret. Anyway, I mean, Nell called ahead, and they said to expect three guys... Uh, gave me vague descriptions. You're all your passage's all paid for, so I demand to know my vague description. All right, uh, three tall guys. The shortest ones got uh, kind of a little bit of a beard. A uh, little bit. I laugh when she says a little bit. <laughs> I laugh out I loud. I laugh when she says the shortest one. <laughs> I suck both. Finn of them. and I just laugh at Reagan. I regret asking for my vague description. Back to business. Anyway, uh, so feel free. Uh, you're just going to sleep with the crew. We've got plenty of room. If you know how to... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not <laughs> promiscuous like that. No, like that. What? Is that a... Then <laughs> Amelia looks genuinely... You said sleep with. Amelia looks genuinely confused, and she's like, is that an expression these days? Sorry, he's a virgin. Um... I really don't... All right. <laughs> If you know how to help, make yourselves useful. Yep, on it. Uh, otherwise, Malachi just does don't get in the way. Tie a couple knots. <laughs> okay. Those are good knots, Malachi. I tie a couple knots and I hold them up to Reagan for inspection. Decent. I seen better. I throw them overboard. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys do your best to help out, um, and the the crew gets everything ready, and the ship. The salty shark sets off toward this island. This voyage, like Nell said, it's not very far. Um, you guys are basically only going like two days worth um, of traveling to get there, which is not very far on the sea. And it's basically just within kind of where the western sea starts to get really stormy. So you is there anything in particular anybody wants to do while you've got this voyage? I, I want to teach Nurgle to do tricks. Okay. What kind of tricks? Uh, anything in particular? Uh, like a like a loop de loop in the air. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So and we can go like ooh. roll roll a charisma check. Uh, seven. Seven. It's Nurgle does not want to do this. It's not that he uh, can't. It's actively that he does not want to. All right. Ah! Is, is that's really how you feel, buddy? <laughs> Tragic. I understand. Uh, I would like to, when I'm, you know, in the morning, but also just kind of once in a while throughout the day, I just want to unscrew my jar of dirt and hold my rock and mm-hmm. see if I hear anything or feel anything. You feel, you can go ahead and make me a charisma check also. Okay. Um, oh, just flat out curse, but check. Uh, ten. Ten? You feel, you don't know if it's, you're, you're kind of standing there one morning and you're holding the rock and you're looking out over the sea and the air on your face is warm and it smells really good and the sun is out, but it's not super hot. It's just like nice and sunny and you kind of close your eyes and you feel really good. You don't know. Could just be a beautiful morning. I don't feel seasick? You don't feel seasick. You're having a good morning. Yeah. This particular morning, you don't feel seasick. I want to teach Nurgle to play dead. Make another charisma check. (laughs) 21. He's a lot more into this one. He just has to (laughs) flop down and lie on the... He kind (laughs) of... You say... What do you... Nurgle, play dead. And he, he flops down and his, like, legs, like, flop to the side and he goes... 
Oh my god. You killed him! I'm moved to tears by this performance. <laughs> Stunning performance. I start to worry that he's actually hurt, and I check on him. You poke him. He doesn't move. Oh no! <laughs> is, there a, is there an ornithologist on board? Oh As you start looking around for an ornithologist, and the sailors are starting to look at you very concerned, uh, Nurgle kind of pops his head up and looks at you. Ah, Nurgle! I witnessed this from across the deck, and I clap, and I come over, and I give Nurgle a piece of my blueberry muffin as a treat. <laughs> Good goal, Nurgle. Malachi, stop making him like you better. <laughs> um, I fist bump Nurgle. <laughs> I would like to investigate to see if I know anybody on this ship. Hey, Reagan, it's me, Finn. Yeah, shut Hi. the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty close. Make a, just a luck check. So just roll a d20 and tell me what you get. A two. A two? You don't know anyone on this ship. I think that's very lucky, actually. I forget who Reagan is. <laughs> and that one, and you might have known someone. Oh, dear um, God. But with the two, you don't. You just don't know anyone. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so you guys, you, you, the ship's voyage, uh, the first day is pretty smooth, nice sailing, stuff like that. And the morning of the second day is like that, too. Um, but as you kind of start to get toward night... On the second day, you start to see, like, flashes of lightning on the horizon um, and kind of roiling clouds in the distance. And you see that the crew gets a lot more alert. And they're, none of them are overly concerned. They're pretty, it seems like they're pretty used to sailing in this area, but they're distinctly kind of like everyone goes, the, the mood on the ship starts to shift and everyone is sort of ready to leap into action at any moment. Uh, yeah, I'm- Boy, I'd sure hate to be sailing directly into that, right guys? <laughs> I am distinctly on edge. Can you imagine? <laughs> I am remembering what happened last time we encountered storms on a ship and I do not want to be caught unawares. Reagan takes to pacing the entire ship and refusing to talk to anybody. The ship continues to sail, basically sails through the night, um, or anchors for the night, depending on, you know, it's, there's pretty much always a wind here. That's kind of the upside of the sea of storms and why some people choose to go through it is you're not going to stall out. Um, you might go in a different direction, but <laughs> you have to kind of adjust the course a lot, but you're not going to, you're not going to get stalled. Um, the next morning dawns kind of even, um, even stormier. It's not raining on you guys, but it's a cloudy morning and you can see kind of like the lines of rain in the distance, lightning flashing. Um, occasionally there'll be a bolt of lightning that's like purple or red. Um, sometimes you'll see like a, a particularly strange shape flicker through the clouds and you, um, Captain Amelia, comes over to you guys. Um, oh, we should have been talking to Captain Amelia this whole goddamn time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you probably have been. It's not that big of a shit. Okay, okay. Um, but she she comes over to you and she's like, all right, so we're nearing the island where I was told to drop you off. Now, uh, how long would you like before we come back to pick you up? Well, what do you know about this place? I know it's a godforsaken rock. Hey. <laughs> um, how, do you know how big it is? It's it's not not very big. It's just kind of like I I don't even think it's a mile across. Oh. 
How do we all feel about two days? Yeah, I was going to say two days sounds good then, right? All right. In this little cushion. So we'll be back, not tomorrow morning, but the morning after. And, uh, I mean, you said it's less than a mile across, but which side of the island should we be heading to to be picked up? Uh, I'll, we'll pick you up the same place we drop you off. Um, and if you're not there, we'll, we'll wait around for a day or two, and then we'll assume that you got, you know, swallowed by the sea. Remember me as I was. I will remember you as a strange man with a very talented bird. That's how he was. I shed a tear. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, a couple of the guys from Captain Amelia's crew kind of get in a little rowboat, basically, and row you guys over towards the island, um, which you now see as it kind of... I thought Captain Amelia was the rowboat. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, the island, as you see, kind of as... as uh, I'm distracted by that pun. I can't get into my that description. so bad. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was horrible. I'm upset. <laughs> Um, the greatest magic of all. <laughs> you see, uh, emer- it's not necessarily foggy, but it's pretty dim. But you see this island, basically just a a craggy kind of rock formation rising up. It almost looks like like you always like you'd imagine an iceberg to look like, um, but there aren't really icebergs. But like it's like that sort of thing where it's it's not iceberg. Ahead. Yeah, there's not lots of like land as it were it's just kind of crags there's a little bit of foliage you can see a couple like bushes and trees that look like they don't get nearly enough sunlight and like they're kind of um malnourished bushes and trees but other than that it just is rising up out of the water the a couple of the guys from amelia's ship row you over on a rowboat and then uh there's like one place where it sort of comes there's like a little bit of a flat area like a beach almost like a very rocky beach and where they're able to pull up the rowboat and you guys are able to get out and then they're they kind of give you a, a good luck um and they row back to the ship do we have like any supplies i mean it's only two days but like so you guys have we got muffins <laughs> i have so muffins. you bought <laughs> you have muffins reagan does not so so what you have in the packs like the explorers pack or whatever you've got um, have rations in them for situations like this. Um, and then beyond that, I mean, you guys had time in Ben's with, you knew you were coming out here, so you totally could have picked something up. So I'll, I'll say you don't really have to worry about that. Um, yeah, you're good. Word. So you find yourselves standing here on this somewhat rocky shore, wind howling overhead, the very distant sound of thunder. It's pretty cold. Has anyone seen a cube? I slap my hand over Finn's mouth. Yes, I was just gonna say. Your voice right. disappears into the wind. Uh-oh. We're gonna do this quickly, quietly, and as efficiently as possible, and then we're gonna get the hell out of here. Do you understand? Aye, aye, Captain. Good. Is Regan the boss now? What's happening? I thought I was the boss. Finn. Actually, Nurgle's the boss. I'm just... Operating. Actually, he, he nods. It's, it's Nurgle's world. We're just living in it. Bruce is the boss, but okay. Who's <laughs> Bruce? What? <laughs> Hannah. What am I forgetting? Bruce Springsteen, oh. the boss. <laughs> I was like, did I have an NPC named Bruce? <laughs> I, my my brain went to Finding Nemo. <laughs> Great. 
you you haven't heard of the legendary bard Bruce, Bruce Springsteen? of the Springed Steen? Bruce Springsteen is the boss in this world. Okay, that's canon. Um, the arch rival of Davy Jones. <laughs> what college of bard are you? Ah, Springsteen. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, what I said. I don't know what you said. I already forgot. <laughs> I said we would do this as quickly, quietly, and without running into as much trouble as possible for once in our godforsaken lives. This is rich coming from you. Shut up, Mal. Um, you ever been here before? You ever been in a place like this before, huh? Huh? Uh, yes. Yeah, Malachi, what do you know about caves? Reagan's like feral right now. <laughs> None of you know, okay? Um. Uh, looking around, do we see, are there like openings that we could explore make a perception check <laughs> it's just a snake hole check for openings uh, it's a 12 can we all make one yeah you can all make one yikes eight for perception that's just gonna nurgle be, got an eight uh <laughs> not good oh i'm it's sorry gonna, that's a 10 i got a 10 as well okay two tens you got a 12 i got a 12 okay so i will say you guys can't see any openings from where you're standing, um, but Finn, you can see basically a way to like make your way up the rocks and kind of get further up into the island. All right, guys, let's say we make our way up the rocks and get further into the island, get a better vantage point. Mm. Sounds good as anything. That, that sounds fine. Um, okay. I'm going to draw my daggers. Okay. Actually, can I ready an attack? So... You can you can kind of be on your guard. You can't really have an attack straight up readied and also like climb through tricky terrain at the same time. I can. Um, <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> um, but you you can be like on your guard, absolutely. Okay. That's just to say that as an Earth Genasi, I have the trait Earthwalk, which means I can move across difficult terrain of earth or stone without spending extra movement. That actually is good to know. Um, I'm going to say, so I'm going to say somebody needs to make me a survival check to kind of find you guys the best way up here. Malachi, if you want to be the one to do it, you can have advantage. (laughs) Word. Well, we're going to need it. (laughs) So what's the check? Survival. Okay, so that would be a 15. A 15? Okay, cool. You're able to find you guys a decent kind of way up and you don't lose, you don't have to spend like an extremely long time climbing or anything like that. And nobody gets hurt. You manage to- Wow, look how delicately Malachi caresses that rock. (laughs) What? I'm not delicately caressing. I am just springing lightly like a goat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that's better. Um- you guys manage to meander through the um, rocks um, until you get to a, a, a higher vantage point where stuff is a little bit flatter up on top mm. and you're able to sort of rest, catch your breath a little bit up here. Okay, so is it just like from what we can see, is it like really just rock or is there any sort of like woods or is there any sort of anything at all besides just rock? There's some places where the, the trees and foliage get closer together and it looks like it is like okay. woods of some sort. So there is some sort of foliage. Yes, but um, it's not very big. It's less like calling it woods is a stretch. All right. I would like to make a suggestion. Wow, I didn't know you could cast suggestion. Which is that, I mean, granted, we've been able to move across this island 
in pretty good time so far, but I would argue that Nurgle would be able to fly around and check things out a lot quicker than we would be able to walk the whole island. That's true. And maybe on the way he could do a loop-de-loop, maybe, perhaps, <laughs> possibly? He could huh? certainly try. <laughs> I'm looking at Nurgle, waggling my eyebrows. Mm, make, a, okay. make a persuasion check, Finn. 14. 14? He kind of begrudgingly gets ready. So he's going to fly. What was the suggestion? He's going to fly. What are you telling him, Finn? Basically, just do some recon. Fly around the island, see if you see any caves or places where it looks like Koatoa might be active. Great. He's going to take off. Now, tell me, Finn, are you going to, as someone who has created a familiar, cast find familiar, are you going to use the function of a familiar where you can look through their eyes? I can do that? (laughs) Yep. It's described in the spell. Whoa. Um, Okay. Wait, can Nurgle also see you while I'm doing that? Yeah, no, well, so you basically, you, <laughs> you and he Nurgle, has to learn how to fly real quick. Does he see through my eyes while it's happening? <laughs> I really never, genuinely, I, in all my years of playing this game, I've never thought about what the familiar is seeing. Nurgle, I, I don't want him to go blind. Inhabits Finn's body and we have a conversation <laughs> in human language. I assume that he's seeing what you're seeing. That it's kind of both like he's still in control. You're just kind of like All riding right. along. You, We're roommates. Your body. In the brain. Your body, Finn, is considered to be deaf and blinded. And so, so we can do whatever we want in front of Finn. Yes. <laughs> and he can't see. The hell are you suggesting, Mal? I'll do it. I'll, you, I'll see through his okay. eyes. Um, so go ahead and make me a perception check then. I believe you use his stats. I think that's the way this Okay, works. good, because yeah. he has better perception yeah. than I do. Yeah. While Finn is taking over Nurgle's eyes. 17. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, while he is not present in his own body, I just want to, like, wave my hand in front of his face real quick and see if he reacts. He does not. Unless you make a wind, and then he can feel that there's wind. Oh, I mean, I, no. <laughs> ah, I love to feel the salty wind on my face. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I just wanted to see if he could see. <laughs> he can't. He can't? Okay. <laughs> Finn, what you are seeing, so Nurgle takes off and kind of, he does a, a quick kind of half-hearted loop-de-loop. Woohoo! And then um, he starts flying around the island. Um, he, you spot with that 17 as you're kind of flying around toward the other side from where you guys are. You spot a hole. Um, less of like a cave entrance and more it looks like a shaft that just drops straight down. Holy um, shit, like the water vagina in R2? Like the, what, what the fuck? <laughs> what? In oh. The Last Jedi. R2 does not have a vagina. He's a droid. <laughs> hey, a you droid. don't know that. He had rockets in him the whole time. For all we know, he could have arms. Or whatever the fuck that place was called in um, in The Last Jedi where Rey went down into the water vagina and evil was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, but smaller. Um, it is not that big. It is tighter, you might say. <laughs> I did know exactly what you were talking about. I just didn't want to <laughs> let you have that satisfaction. <laughs> um. So, it, and it's not, there's not like water rushing down it or anything. It's just a hole gotcha. that leads down uh, into darkness. So just a regular vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, someone's not satisfied lately. <laughs> You don't want to talk about it? <laughs> so, <laughs> you spot that. And then I'm going to say that as he's kind of doing recon around the island, um, he spots some places where, like, 
there might be an, an underwater entrance. Like it kind of looks like the um, rocks like slope in, you know, such a way that there could be more, like he can sort of see that there could be more stuff going on underwater. Mm. I will say for um, Dungeons and Dragons purposes, this is a, a rule I meant to look up ahead of time, but I believe that you guys can hold your breath for like, you can hold your breath longer in D&D than you can in real life. Okay, cool. Um, it's something like... God, I love role-playing games. <laughs> I, be- I believe it's your constitution modifier. That's how many minutes. So if you have like a plus three to constitution, then it's three minutes. Oh, but right. I don't know what that means for people who have negative constitution modifiers. <laughs> which is You die <laughs> instantly. Which is why I'm looking it up. Give me a second. Oh my God, I just looked up a picture of a Kuatoa and they're fucked up, man. Yeah, yeah. they're so ugly. They're also known as gogglers or menfish. Menfish? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yourself. I hate them. Yeah, okay. Stop Stop looking at them. <laughs> no one look at their stats. Oh, okay, there we go. A creature can hold its breath for a number of minutes equal to one plus its constitution modifier, Ooh. minimum 30 seconds. So it might not be that good, but if you guys have decent constitution, you have... That's just... I feel like it's important while we're discussing. Oh, yeah. And then what happens is, like, once you run out of breath, you can survive for then a number of rounds equal to your constitution modifier, and then you drop to zero hit points and are dying. Um, It's like Minecraft. That's not a problem. This is going (laughs) to suck, guys. So those are those are the options that Nurgle sees and that you see through his through his eyes. Finn is basically the potential that there's something more going on underwater or this uh, hole in the ground. All right, I snap back. Oh, wow, it sure is windy today, huh? Um. Anyways, <laughs> I found a big hole that we could maybe climb down. I thought you were against that sort of thing. Or a sort of underwater area that might lead to a cave if we swim down. Um. Well, I personally would prefer not to go underwater, since not all of us Because you might rust? It. Yeah, that is actually the main reason. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I also can't talk to fish, and I, I will just sink. I feel sorry for you. Actually, wait. Maybe I can talk to fish now. Oh, wait, yeah, do you, don't you have beast speech? Speak with animals. Talk an- to animals? I prefer to call it speak with animals. Beast speech sounds a little degrading to me, but... <laughs> <laughs> actually... How far, how high up are we? Are we within, am I within talking to fish range right now? Um, what's your range again? 120 feet. Holy shit. I don't know, man. I don't know how long distance. I feel like we're, we're past I that think if we've gone up a decent You've amount. gone inland enough that, yeah, you're out of oh, range okay. of any fish. All right. So what are we thinking? I think we should. Hold our breath or jump down a hole? Well, did the hole look like it's like the main entrance? Uh, did it? You you couldn't see Nurgle was like far enough away unless you like got closer. It didn't look you didn't see like dudes standing around it or like the earth didn't have footprints in it or anything like that. Well, there wasn't like anything going on around it. It just seemed kind of like it mm. could be used as an entrance. I see. If you wanted. Well, I don't know. How's this? I feel better about getting stuck in a rock than I do about getting stuck underwater where we can't breathe and die instantly. Ah, if only. Sorry, what? I got 50 feet of rope on me. We could rappel down the hole if we anchor it to something at the top and then we have a way out. I also have rope, so... I have rope too! So we have 150 feet of rope. We got a lot of rope. We have so much in common, guys. And I know a thing or two about tying knots. Me too. Me too, now. Well... I'm very excited about this. You're an amateur, Malachi. 
Wait, you're not a sailor, Finn. What, who gives you the right? I've spent my entire life being trained to be a fisherman. I know a thing or two about tying knots. You know how many nets I've made? That's fair. No. I don't, because I didn't count. Okay, well, I mean, I've been around, too. I've been on boats before. Look, whatever. You sure we all have. We know how to tie I, knots. I, like, pat him very condescendingly on the shoulder. I slap him away. Um, so boys, boys, to... now's not the time. All right. So was that a whole time? Um, so... The other question I have, can either of you see in the dark? Yep. Yeah. Cool. I got dark vision. Word. I don't. He, he didn't say word. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Once again, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. I, I, I can because reasons. I lean over to Reagan and I'm like, hey, Malachi can't really do much, can he? <laughs> Shut up. Be nice. It's not his fault. Mm. Okay. Uh, let's go to the cave. The, um, the hole. All right, we go we go to the hole. <laughs> okay, great. You guys head to the hole. <laughs> you guys are, are all standing We right. head to the hole. <laughs> <laughs> that we do. Can I try, can I just, like, send a ping down into the hole to see if I detect any fish at the bottom? I will say that once you're standing at the top of the hole, you kind of send a ping down and you at first kind of get nothing. And then at the very like edge of your telepathy radar, you hear a little bit of a kind of like, oh, I'm fish. <laughs> uh, excuse, excuse me, Mr. Oh, Mr. Fish. What was that? Uh, what's it like down there? Oh, it's dark down here. Is it? <laughs> is there anyone waiting to ambush intruders? Oh, I don't know. I'm under the water. I know that there's land close by, and maybe someone standing on the land I can't really see. <laughs> Thanks for all your help. You're welcome. Strange voice in my head. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So there's a fish down there. Is the intel that I've gleaned? Just That's one. Good. That is good. At least one. All right. Um. Shall we? Tie the ropes together. That's then? repel. Oh wait, wait! I should probably mention this. Also, is that I also got the sense that it's basically about 120 feet deep. Oh, so we so have we enough. Have, we have enough. If we, I guess yeah, it's true. If we all repel down on the same line. So I would suggest that one of you goes down first, since you can see better than I, and I would just be standing there, oh, true. blind as a bat, and a very easy target. I'll go first. Yeah, you're a dragon. You can just fly down, right? Uh, we're I think not, he's sensitive about that, Finn. <laughs> we're not talking about what I am or am not, Finn, all right? <laughs> I I would like to tie the... Is there, I mean, is there something nearby we can tie this to? Yeah, there's rocks. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of do foliage. They look, does, do they look, like, sturdy enough, though? I'll say, yeah, you can find one that's sturdy enough. Okay. Um, it is, it's cool. a little bit further away. You're going to need a little more rope, but if you, you guys should have enough. Okay. Are you going to tie all three of them together? I assume we'll need to if it's 120 feet. Yeah, yeah so you, you yeah. secure your rope up top, and I'll say between Finn and Reagan's not tying expertise, I'm not going to make you roll for it or anything. Um, you guys aren't under time pressure, so you're able to make your three 50-foot ropes into one 150-foot rope and feel pretty good about how sturdy it is. Okay. Um, and you kind of tie it to the rock and you feel you feel like this is pretty good. I'd like to tie it around my waist as well while they go down. Okay. Just this sort of backup anchor. Mm. And I just sit on the ground. <laughs> Great. <laughs> 
Okay. All right, Nurgle, get ready to catch me just in case. Regan, you're going to rappel down. I sit on the ground at the edge of the hole, though. I'm not just, like, letting them fall. Yes. I I am actively holding the rope. Yep, I'm rappelling down. I'm going in. All right. Go ahead and make me. I will let you use either athletics or acrobatics, whatever's better for you. That will be athletics, thank y'all. Okay, and then let me also ask follow-up question. We go ahead and roll that first. Huh. It's a 12. A 12? Okay. Yeah. Um, Follow-up question. Are you trying to go quietly? I think we should. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll stealth then, in addition, as you're going down. That is a 21. 21. Very good. Okay. Guys, I think there's someone down there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, you guys... Not you guys, just Reagan. Uh, yeah. Reagan, you rappel down. The the little passageway that you're rappelling down um, is, it's not like so tight as to be claustrophobic, um, but it is, there isn't a lot of room um, mm-hmm. for you. Um, it's like a chimney. It, it is, it's a lot like a chimney. And you kind of... Keep propelling down. You're you're having a little bit of trouble with it, um, but that's partly because you're trying to do it so quietly. Um, so it, it takes you a little while, but you're you're managing to be pretty quiet. Um, I almost just shouted down, "You're doing great!" And then I remember we're supposed to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> um, about twenty feet before the ground, um, the the cave opens up. And you see the kind of rest of your rope with your dark vision. You can see the rest of your rope kind of pooled on the ground. It looks like it was a little bit, it was more like a hundred feet down. And you, so you repel the rest of the way down and you very quietly alight. Um, You find yourself in a decently large room. There is a pool of water, basically. And there's a, it's really hard to, describe things with only words. Um, so, so you've basically landed on like a flat surface of rock next to a pool of water. Um, and you, as you're looking around, you can see, go ahead and make me a perception check actually. 17. 17, okay. It's dim down here, but not dark because there's light coming from the the hole. Um, so there's, you, you can see, uh, I mean, you have dark vision anyway, but even without your dark vision, you can still see decently well. Um, room appears to be empty. Um, there's a kind of a pile of like bones and pieces of shells and some like seaweed and just kind of almost like a, like a trash pile up against mm-hmm. one wall. And then there's uh, this, the shaft above you and the pool of water, which is still but not completely still there's some kind of like ripples and stuff in it as well okay and other Uh, than that it's a pretty much an empty cavern here i'd like to roll to see what i know about kuatoas okay um go ahead and roll a uh, history or nature that's a four a four not much you haven't heard about them don't know them. Never met them. Never seen the guy in my life i'll i'll go down next they're they're pretty rare um okay so Finn, go ahead and make me an athletics check. Can I do acrobatics? Or acrobatics, yes. I did say that. A nat 20. Thank you very much. Is is Um, Nurgle coming down with us? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Nurgle can fly. He's fine. Um, Great. And then go ahead and make me a stealth check. And I will give you advantage on the stealth check because of the nat 20 on the acrobatics. All right. 
23. 23. Um, awesome. So you, even more kind of gracefully and silently, um, Reagan, you're down here kind of looking around, starting to get the lay of the land, and Finn basically just like gracefully slides down on the rope, almost like a like a dancer's point, just kind of I'm seeing Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do like a full ribbon dance on my, not ribbon dance, what is it called? Like when you're hanging from the... I don't know. I don't know. Aerial silks? Are you thinking of... Yeah, I do like a full aerial routine yeah. with a rope on my way down. <laughs> um, and Finn, you light like completely silently on the ground next to Riggin. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I recognize that it's probably going to be a pretty heavy landing for me as the last one with no one holding the rope and me being me. So Didn't I would we like tie to... it to something? I thought we tied it to something. Oh, you did. New. But yeah, there's okay. no one like helping me slowly push it, like slowly releasing the rope to lower me down. I mean. Nurgle, hold the rope. <laughs> so I'm going to. Nurgle grabs the rope in his beak and is not helping at all. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm just going to merge with stone before I start heading down. Okay. Which means that I will get a plus 10 to my stealth roll. I don't know if that's fair. Why? Why? Because it's like a camouflage thing, yeah, not like a. Yeah, you're trying to avoid making noise. Just double check oh, that double check that Melba Stone doesn't require you to be still. And I if see. it doesn't, then I'll come up with. Some I mean, it is, it's just it's just pass without trace is what it is. Right. I don't know. Do with it what you will. Sure, I I will say that you that basically what you do is as you're coming down, you're you're kind of bracing your feet and one hand at points against the edge of the rock, and it's helping you go kind of quieter and more steady. Okay, um, but go ahead and cool. go ahead and make me an athletics check. Athletics. Okay, so that's gonna be a sixteen. A sixteen. Okay. Yes. Um, and then make me a stealth check with that plus ten. Okay. Uh, 23 minus 1, so 22. 22. You guys are stealthy as fuck. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you... I need it, because otherwise I have minus 1 stuff. <laughs> um, you managed to... Yeah, just like I said, you're you're bracing yourself against the rock, um, and then at, as you get to the place where you can't brace yourself on the walls anymore, you just sort of slide down the rope. And then as your feet touch the ground, you guys watch as Malachi's feet like sink a little bit into the stone floor, almost as if it's like <laughs> snow or like mud or something. That's it's just so like a cool. little bit pliable and kind of cushions the sound of his feet. And then he's just standing there on the rock like nothing happened. Huh. Hannah, that was lit. Malachi, you're so heavy. You made a you made a crater in the stone when you landed. Shh. <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys are all now standing in this room. Um Okay, those two can absolutely see me just like doing that thing where people can't see in a room where they're just like <laughs> reaching out with their hands because I can't see for shit down here. <laughs> yeah. Um it is, it's not pitch black here. You can still see a little bit, but it's oh, definitely, okay. it's definitely not. It's like being in a room with the lights off. Then I'm doing it just to be dramatic. I don't know. <laughs> I am going to take this opportunity to use my armor of shadows to cast mage armor on myself Sick. before we go any further. Cool. Would do you want to describe how you do that? Well, before, when I did it before, you said it was sort of like a watery sheath floating around me. So I dunk like I kneel down by the edge of the water and dunk my torso in <laughs> and then when I come back the water is sort of like around you protecting me so I have a shimmering shell of water cool 
so Finn casts that. Um, so you guys, you guys are in this this somewhat um, somewhat dark, dim room. Um, you see the pile of bones and shells. You see the pool of water. Um, you see that there is that there's two exits from here. Basically, there's one uh, path that looks like you see like a low um, semicircle over over the pool of water. Like clearly, someone could swim through that. And you probably could keep your head above water, at least at the beginning, it looks like. Um, you know, you wouldn't be completely submerged. Although, as you're thinking about kind of being quiet, um, you see that it would be harder to swim silently than it is to walk silently. Um, and then you see a very kind of narrow passageway off to your right um, that looks like it curves around. Um, not so narrow that you can't fit, but it'll be a tight squeeze. You'll definitely have to go single file. And that's on, la- on land? And that's on land, yes. So there's the one that's mostly submerged and the one on land. Did I miss one? No, just those two. Okay, cool. Yeah. And everything down here, by the way, is like wet. Like it's it's very kind of, there's like mosses and lichens growing. There's the the rock is just kind of wet as it is in in places where there's okay. water all the time. I don't love that, but I don't hate it. I'm fi- I'm fine for now. <laughs> Thanks for the update. Um, we really should have come up with some sort of system before we got down here to communicate without being loud as shit. Well, I could talk to the fish, well, and then Hannah, we uh, we realized that there's nobody in this room, correct? Correct. Should we, like, figure out something now with the talking to the fish, or, like... <laughs> well, hold on. Okay, so I can talk to fish. I can Malachi, if you cast fish. your spell, you can talk to fish, so we could have, like, a fishy-talky. <laughs> <laughs> a fishy-talky, of course. And, Reagan, you just sort of follow context clues. I'm good at that. Okay, but how do we talk to each other? <laughs> well, the fish, the fish is the go-between. We pick one. We just get one fish and use it as our conduit. Oh my god! Wait a minute, Mal. But Mal can't actually talk to fish, right? He could just understand them, or could he? No, I he... can. I can talk to him. I can. It's talk a two-way to street. Then yeah, fishy talky. Let's do it. But I think Malik. Malik, I might have to talk out loud. Yeah, I Uh-oh. think I. Like, I, I think it's I, just I can't that he do can it in speak. my brain. Yeah. Oh, all right. Never mind. Um. Otherwise, great idea. <laughs> we could just whisper. Yeah, let's just whisper and do like complicated hand signals. Yeah. All right, we, I mean... We've known each other long enough. I mean, I can't see any hand... I cannot see. I cannot emphasize enough how much I will not be able to see your hand signals. I grab Malachi's hand. Okay. Just so, like, we're linked so we won't get lost. Word. I grab Reagan's hand. I let him hold my hand. I grab Finn's hand. <laughs> we all you got there. Right, there in this cave. All three of you holding hands in silence. <laughs> this, this is nice, you know? We don't do this enough. <laughs> I say, yeah. Well, let's not make a habit of it. I just think we're gonna die. So, uh, all right. Who, who, which, which way should we be going? Do we think we're all still holding hands? By the way, <laughs> I, I pass a little pulse. Else. We should stay dry as long as we can, because the second we get wet, they have the advantage. Hang on. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to make clear that I did say I pass a pulse. Is anyone passing it back to me? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I pass it back. <laughs> I I continue it. <laughs> okay. Good. Um. Yeah, I, that is true. Hi, listeners. They're theater <laughs> majors. Um, no, we all graduated. Um, <laughs> oh, you, devastated. You can't undo it. We're stuck with it. Question, though. Um, do any of us know anything about the, the Kuotoa? Like, I don't know shit. Do I? As, as um, fellow creatures like, of the deep. Would we know that they would like be in the water and know that stuff? So, 
I will say, um, Malachi, go ahead and roll me a nature check. Um, Finn, you can roll me either nature or, like, charisma or insight. All right. I got a 10. Okay. A 10. Um, I'm going to go with nature because I have the biggest bonus Sure, for that. go ahead. Oh, wait. No, I don't. Charisma. Charisma. Okay, go ahead. 19. 19. Finn, you don't know much about Kuatoa. You've never, like, encountered one. You, They didn't teach you about this in the one-bench schoolhouse or anything like that. But as you're standing there thinking about it, you're like, okay, yeah, they definitely can breathe water, but they can also breathe air because they're fish people fish people um so they can they can breathe air as well as water you kind of yes you're thinking about it you're like i'm pretty sure they can see things that are invisible or at least like have some sort of weird like perception where they can see things and you're like and i'm pretty sure that generally they like to capture living creatures and then bring them and sacrifice them in these elaborate rituals so they've got a lot a lot to do with kind of capturing living creatures rather than going right for the kill. And you also think to yourself, like, also, they don't like the sun. They're definitely kind of cave, cave fish. And all this information just kind of jumps unbidden to your head. Okay. Um, do you share that with I us? I look over at Nurgle and I'm like, was that, was that you? Were you? Can you talk in my head? I don't actually know. I shush Nurgle. Okay, guys. So the good news is they will take us alive. The bad news is they will take us alive and then kill us. Um, they don't like the sun. Um, they're amphibious. They're like water vampires. How do they feel about fire, though? Don't know. Probably negative, if I had to guess, but... All right. That's good. Well, we can always try and either lure them up or smoke them out. Mm, I... We have to remember that our objective here is not to wipe out this colony of Kuato. It's just to get the cube. Oh, yeah. I did forget about that. <laughs> Let's, I mean, sounds like they're pretty shit creatures with the sacrificing other li living beings and such, but. I suppose we're not supposed to commit genocide. Yeah, that'd be best. Hey, Hannah, quick question. What type of of creature are the Kuatoa? Uh, I will say you know that they count as humanoids. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. They're, they're sentient enough that they get to go in the, the humanoid category. I can't telepath with them then. You can't. No. All right. Um, we should maybe be whispering, but that doesn't translate well over the. We're, we're yeah, acting. I, I will. I understand that you're whispering. The radio. Um. Hey guys. <laughs> so uh, the land tunnel then, perhaps. Yeah, I hate to say it, but it's probably better to stay out of the water. So we can fit, but it's gonna be a squeeze or what? Yeah, you yeah. can fit for you especially, Malachi. It's gonna be kind of tight, but you can. You, you're gonna have to walk single file, but you guys can. Okay. Walk. Who's small now? Does it count as difficult terrain made of earth or stone? Uh, yeah. Okay. So then I'll be okay, maybe. So you you're walking it. Nor it doesn't slow you down. Okay. Right. That's that's more relevant in combat, but yes, basically because because it's stone, you're having less of a hard time than you would if it was like a narrow tunnel of wood. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I don't, I never know when things are relevant. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, so you guys head down the tunnel. Go ahead and make me stealth checks. Okay. I don't stealth know how long your Pass Without Trace lasts, Taylor. Um, Normally uh, Pass Without Trace lasts like an hour or something. So you Yeah, I think, I think it is just normal Pass Without Trace. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's an eight for me. Oh. That is also an eight for Reagan, and I'm going to say it's because he is debilitatingly nervous right now. <laughs> it is a 26 for Malachi. A 26 for Malachi, okay. I'm doing great. <laughs> well, that's a 17 for Nurgle, though. 
Okay, unfortunately, <laughs> Nurgle does not count, per se. Uh, so that's two failures and one success. Um, so as you guys are kind of creeping down this tunnel, uh, you find yourself coming out into a larger room. The tunnel sort of curves around and then opens up into what looks like um, like a straight-up living space. Uh, and you see these three little hunched-over fishmen in grubby brown tunics. Their skin is purple and looks slimy. They've got feet that are webbed and somehow clawed all at once, and these amphibious-looking hands that have uh, distinct fingers. Um, and they're eating these raw fish. <clears throat> yeah, which is horrible <laughs> to see this big fish head chomping down on this little fish, which hasn't even been cooked. Oh, that's so nasty! <laughs> that's the worst part. They didn't cook it first. <laughs> <laughs> Not the cannibalism. Uh, yeah, that's that's what's horrible here. Yeah, yeah, the fact they didn't even cook it. Where is their culinary sensibility? Um, and as you guys come out, yeah, Finn gasps slightly at the horrible sight, and Reagan is so nervous that you like slip or slip a little on these <laughs> slippery rocks as you're entering the larger chamber, and you see there's four of these fish guys sitting around, not a fire, but like a low table, and all of their heads whip towards you, and they start to get to their feet, grabbing for shields and spears and nets, and I think that's where we'll end our session. Ah! No, keep going. It's only 8.45. You should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> it's it's not cannibalism. They're fish people. It's like us eating yeah, other Yeah, but anyone mammals. who eats fish should be ashamed of themselves, oh, okay. is oh, my stance. Sure. You said we see a fish head biting into another fish head. Yeah, you do. That it's... sounds like cannibalism to me. Yeah. Guys, our secret weapon is that Nurgle passed his stealth roll. They don't know that there's a bird here, too. <laughs> they don't know about me, either, so... A bird with 1d4 HP. <laughs> Birds are... The predators of fish. Oh my god, you're right. Holy That's shit. true. They're probably scared of seagulls. And he's a gull, yeah. Thank you everyone so much for listening to Ship of Fools. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Ship of Fools Cast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram if you want updates and also jokes. Um, and also just pictures of the ocean, especially on Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. seem to be doing. <laughs> and like fish. We got eels, we got capybaras, but only when they're in the ocean. That's not relevant. They were in the ocean. <laughs> we got a stingray. Anyway, thank you so much to Lucas Mangold for our beautiful theme song. You can find him at Lucas Carl Music for all of your music. Lucas Carl Music at gmail.com. Let me clarify for all of your music needs. That's Carl with, Carl. Carl with a K. Carl with a K. Uh, thank you I'm also to, a bitch. to Theo Golden for our logo. You can find him at T Golden Art on Instagram. And yeah, we will see you with a new episode. Don't forget to rate and review us. Oh yeah, please. Oh please do. rate and review Specifically, us. Specifically rate and review us well. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't be mean. I'm a strong eight out of ten. Let's be clear. The next episode, the date, it's November tenth. <laughs> it sure is. November tenth. Date of the next episode. I'm sick of all the rumors swirling around about when our next episode is gonna be. Oh, We're gonna put that to heard? rest right now. <laughs> Set it straight. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. We will see you on November tenth, as discussed. We will see you all on the open seas. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, I almost just hung up on you guys instead of stopping the recording. <laughs>